Better Montel Jordan than the three days frame. I am. This is. I dedicate this to every single uh, ex girlfriend I have. <laughs> I dedicate this to every move that Broncos have made for the past five days. <laughs> well played. We are the fan cave, and that's how Ryan just steps right up and boom! NWO's at New World Order right here. This is what you get when you listen to us every Monday from 7 to 9 o'clock on Mile High Sports 98.1, 107.5 HD3. Boom! Especially Paxton Lynch. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Hey, he's dude. listening. He's a fan. He is a fan. He You're right. Fan he's not a quarterback. <laughs> no. He's a fan. And he got paid. And he got paid. And this paid. is our song to him. I hate everything about you <laughs> oh man but jenna garcia thank you so much for doing two nice transition by the way you but know? yeah the, i hate everything about you did not yeah. it was not yeah. about you jenna no no you're still listening yeah and and we gave her that shout out i mean she has a great story i really believe she is the next big thing to be discovered. oh absolutely yeah i mean she's she's grinding she's done her time she's we got, some, great work. Uh, we got some NFL talk. We yeah. got some draft, and uh, we got we have a special guest who's on the line as yeah, well. Yeah, well, we've been, you, if you listen, you're a fan of the show, you listen, you know that we're always ahead of the game. And we're, we've been talking Prophecies. for a couple weeks, uh, talking for a couple weeks about what the Broncos are going to do in the draft. Cream and Jackson. one guy that I named, um, and I'll say it, that I named a couple weeks ago from a safety position when we didn't know if Kareem Jackson was going to come back or not. Um, when when the Broncos were making all these free agent moves, yeah. signing, unsigning, letting these guys go test the waters, Kareem Jackson, Kareem Jackson tested the waters and came back, but it's a one year deal. So what does that mean for the Broncos from a lo- from a long term standpoint? On the um, the latest mock draft from the Athletic, this is from Nick Kosmider um, from the Athletic. The Broncos have a second round pick. Who's our first round though? First round, he went Quiddy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Quiddy Pay, I think, from Michigan. The uh, the edge rush guy. So, but second round, this is what we're talking about. The second round pick was at at safety and a guy who we've been talking about the whole time. So I thought it would be a good idea to bring in somebody who knows this player probably better than anyone else who's actually not wearing, um, you know, uh, actually football uh, helmet and, and and pads. Brandon Helwig from Rivals.com. He's the publisher for UCF uh, Sports.com. And we're going to talk a little bit about Richie Grant, who the Athletic has him as the second-round pick, 40th overall, going to the Denver Broncos, the safety from UCF. Brandon, thank you for joining us, man. How are you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm just excited that, uh, you know, we're – we're watching football again. We got spring practice here in Orlando. We got a new head coach, Gus Malzahn. I know I'm on to talk about Richie Grant, but kind of excited to see the changes down here and seeing what's going on with the program. And uh, as far as Richie, we got Pro Day coming up in a few days later this week. So I know we'll talk a little bit tonight, but we'll maybe have a little bit better idea of where he stands and maybe you know some of the suitors. Broncos obviously will be one of them. We'll kind of maybe see where that stands a little bit better once we get past Thursday. 
No, and that's a great point right there because follow-up next week I think is going to be great. So I'm going to go ahead and book you, Brandon. So I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> I'll you. write it down right uh, now. And, and, and we'll be able to see maybe is, is George Payton going to be at that UCF Pro Day. You know, that's been a big talk about what, what Pro Days is George Payton, the GM for the Denver Broncos, actually showing up at. And what does that mean and what does that tell? Uh, but when we talk about safety position and you talk about what Richie Grant has been able to do at University of Central Florida at UCF, talk to me a little bit about who this player is and if everything holds true to what uh, you know the athletic is predicting, what um, Nick Kosmider actually predicted here as a second-round draft pick for the Denver Broncos. By the way, first of all, thank you. It's 10 o'clock your time, my man, and you are, <laughs> you are right. on live with us here in the Denver market, so I, think, I appreciate that. I think Roman's over in Orlando right now, flying over here. Well, yeah, yeah you know, I, I appreciate that, Brandon, but to the, the question being, you know, you, you, tell tell uh, the Denver market, I guess, a little bit about Richie yeah. Grant and what kind of player I he's mean, been at UCF. I mean, really, it's really a fantastic story when you just kind of look at, at where he came from and, and just kind of his rise to being, you know, a top, potentially top two round NFL draft pick. I mean, you talk, everyone loves talking about stars. You know, this guy's a five star. He's a can't miss NFL prize. This guy's a four star, whatever. Richie Grant was a two star, not just a two star. His only FBS offer was UCF. Okay. He was, you know, before, before UCF came aboard, he was probably going to go to Citadel, Appala- uh, not Appala- Citadel, Kennesaw State, Chattanooga, one of those schools. But his only offer was from UCF. This is right after, if uh, if you guys out there are kind of familiar with UCF last this year. This is the 15th season, Frost, right, Brandon? Yeah, this was this was when Scott Frost just got to UCF. He hadn't coached the full season 16, yet. This was his okay. first recruiting class. This was January of 2016. And, uh, yeah, just kind of came out of nowhere. He's from uh, the Panhandle, uh, Fort Walton Beach, uh, Choctahatchee High School, uh, which is pretty 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 good program. But when you're know, talking about Florida, that's, that's rural Florida. That's basically Alabama. I don't know. I guess that's not Miami. It's not Orlando, Tampa. That's like up going towards Alabama. But uh, they found him there, and uh, he was a guy that, you know, a defensive coordinator at the time, Eric Shenander, now he's with uh, Frost at Nebraska, liked what he saw on tape. But just one of those guys, you know, it wasn't, you know, no one was, the fan base wasn't excited. Like, oh, whatever, it's some guy, you know, should we, have, you know, people were like, oh, should we have offered this guy? He only has one double A offers. What's up with this? But it's one of those things that just the guy comes in. I mean, he, he's a football player. I mean, it, he didn't happen right away. I mean, some guys, you know, as soon as they get on campus, that you know, this guy's going to be a player. But he redshirted his first year, and and you know, he kind of how do you go from players, Pensacola you know? to a second round draft pick, Brandon? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a great story. Uh, you know, he just he just kind of slowly, you know, he got he redshirted his first year, and then after that, he was pretty much an all conference first team player i think every year he was at UCF, at least the last three i gotta, I gotta look that up but i mean he just actually his first year he, he played backup his, his redshirt freshman year i think he was backup but ever since he was a sophomore he was an all-conference first team player uh really had a fantastic sophomore uh redshirt sophomore year in, in 2018 you led the team in tackles interceptions you know, maybe had a little bit of a step back in 2019 in terms of didn't have the same numbers and the same productions didn't get his hands on balls and get the same amount of interceptions he got the previous year. But, you know, this past year, COVID year 2020, had another great year. And, you know, he had an opportunity to potentially leave after last season, but it was one of those, you know, fringe kind of late round picks, you know, maybe gets picked, you know, sixth, seventh round, maybe not. It was kind of a a great story of those who think about what they've been, what's being whispered in their ear 
and you're going to go, you're going to be in the NFL versus having the patience to come back and 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 now look at him. He's a potentially one first round, second round draft pick for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see how, how, how this pro day goes on Thursday. You know, we're not sure if he's had you know, some workouts yet. Obviously, things are a little bit different with travel and COVID, maybe not like years past still. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's really blossomed. And, you know, he went and out to the Senior Bowl, did really well out there. I think it's kind of when the buzz sort of started to take off a little bit more. He was, you know, maybe more of that, you know, four or five, you know, kind of, you know, mid or middle round kind of hype early on. And, I think since the workouts and you know, he did out there, just kind of the buzz has continued to build. And, you know, he was a semifinalist for the, uh, for the Jim, uh, Jim Thorpe award. Uh, you know, I, he didn't get it, but he was one of the top three guys. And so he was, I, I think that's kind of, you know, that's, I'm sure scouts and different guys kind of have feedback sometimes of who needs to, who needs to be in that spot. So I know he was getting buzzed during, during the season, but yeah, I always love those stories. The guys who, you know, they're not the hyped up high school guys that, you know, everything's been, you know, they basically been, you know, fond over for years. They kind of got to earn their way up. So, you know, someone who knows them and is, is covered them the last few years, I, I'm really rooting for him to, you know, hopefully something good happens like that, that he could potentially be drafted that high. Well, Brandon, there's um, he's not the only connection between the University of Central Florida and uh, the Denver Broncos. Offensive analyst Rob Calabrese yes. with the Denver Broncos is a guy who was tagged to actually almost make a start at quarterback this past season when the Denver Broncos had their COVID issues with the quarterback room. Uh, talk to me a little about Rob Calabrese and who he was at University of Central Florida and how you know, he's kind of moved moved past, uh, moved forward, and now he's he's actually you know a big part of the the uh, Denver Broncos organization. Yeah, you know I'm upset that didn't happen. I think the NFL they made a mistake. They should have let him play. I was I was buying the jersey. I was getting ready to. Uh, to buy that jersey on, on Fanatics if he was going to see yeah, up and play Me too, game. my man, me too. Yeah, but he was one of those guys. Uh, he, was a, he was a quarterback. I think he was class of 2008 for UCF. He was from uh, New York. Uh, if any of you guys in that area know about George O'Leary, he was a longtime head coach at UCF, and he was from that Long Island area. Originally. He's a West Islip Rob, guy, right? Rob East Islip and I think Boomer Esiason. Yeah. I you know, has had some ties to that school. And I remember he was hyping him up in high school and everything, you know, he came in and used at UCF, you know, he started a couple of years, you know, he, he, you know, he gave, he gave it his best, but he was, he was passed up by, you know, better quarterbacks on the roster that eventually came along. Blake Bortles uh, being one of those guys, but he transitioned uh, later in his career. He played uh, wide receiver and, you know, just kind of did it all. Just was a guy, you could put him at receiver. He could be, you know, kind of like a, you know, wildcat type quarterback at times you know he i think he was a holder you know and things like that but just a really smart kid you know came from a great family and just you knew he was going to be a coach one day so not really surprised that he's being he's had the success he's had and you know a lot of people say really good things about him that he's a guy to kind of keep an eye on to you know, potentially, you know, take that next step one of these times. They maybe get get, get a promotion either in the NFL or, or maybe if he wants to get you know, get his toe, go back to college. And we coach at Wagner, or the FCS level, maybe be a coordinator type candidate if he if he wanted to get back into the college game. Hey, Brandon, this is uh, Tony's brother-in-law and great friend of the. You don't have to justify page. it, dude. <laughs> I know, right? but I'm a big <laughs> UCF fan, man. I I just gave you a follow. Uh, you're a great follow, man. I I just was looking through stuff on Twitter, and uh, the thing that catches my eye 
about Richie Grant is he's going to have the fan cave effect. Because now that we're putting him out there, I don't think some draft experts don't want his name out there. They want him to fly under the radar to kind of be there for the second round. And what Lewis Riddick just said about Richie Grant, the young man can do it all. You name it. He can cover, play smart, plays physical, plays multiple positions. Yeah, he this makes Lewis watching Riddick, tape. by the way. Yes, Lewis Riddick. I mean, this is a blue check guy that knows football. Yeah. And Richie Grant is on the radar, and he's flying under it. But now that he's on the fan cave, this guy's going to go places. <laughs> and thanks to you, thanks to you, Brandon, you we've might, been right for might, the last three it weeks. Might be, it might be a hype job. He might be out of the Broncos' reach unless you want to take him in the first round. That's what I'm now, saying. You know, I, now I we're think... going to get a General George might be upset with us right now. He's like, guys, do not talk about Richie Grant, you know. And uh, but it's good for him. I think he's he's going to be one of those flyer to the radar guys that are are just going to have a great NFL career. Yeah, and and UCF. I mean, you know, uh, they they he's not the only guy. I know you guys are fixated on Richie because he was part of that mock uh, mock uh, draft they had on the athletic. But I mean, they've got some other defensive backs. They've got a nickel. Aaron Robinson, who's Aaron getting a lot of hype, could yeah. be one of the early round guys. Tay Gowan, who was a corner, who he didn't play this past year because he opted out, but he's getting buzzed too. You know, I was kind of wondering about you know guys that did that. If I they saw didn't Tay play this Brandon on a yeah, I saw him on a, a mock yesterday, and I think it was PFF who had him on there, and he was in the second round too. So yeah, I mean, UCF could potentially have four guys going in the first three rounds uh, when you talk yeah. about guys like. Yeah, like when you talk about guys like uh, uh, Tay Gowan, when you talk about Aaron Robinson, when you talk about um, Richie Grant, and then also no one's talking about the uh, the wide receiver Marlon. Uh, it's it just it, it's just you know we've we've got that. We're up against a break though, Brandon. Thank you so much for 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 jumping on. I appreciate it. No it's problem. Brandon Helwig, UCFSports.com publisher, and talk we got to bring him back, of, uh, Tony. We got to bring we him will. back. Well, yeah. once the Broncos draft Richie Grant, if he flies under the radar, <laughs> uh, then we can uh, we can get him on the second round. But Brandon, thank you so much. As always, I appreciate it. You and I go back a long, long way. And thank <laughs> yes, you on the short notice for coming for coming on, man. Appreciate it. I I, I got it. thanks. Take care. All right, thanks. Hey, that was Brandon Helwig, UCSports.com publisher, uh, talking Richie Grant. Is that who, and according to The Athletic, that's who the Broncos are going to go in the second round. 40th pick overall from UCF safety, Richie Grant. We talked about it. We've talked about it for the last two, three weeks on here. You're not going to hear that on uh, maybe uh, what you call 104, and then you 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 add 4 plus 3 is 7. Uh, you're not going to hear that on there. You're going to hear people talking about other things that they just like to publish themselves. What we're going to talk about is real stuff. So keep it right here because when we come back, we got more Rockies talk. We got Nate Lombardi who's going to bring us some more Rockies insight for opening day. We've got LJ Maximo. We got Ryan Romero. It's the Fan Cave on MileHighSports.com. And touch the sound of silence. 